This is Magnolia Crescent. This is Spark Plug. This is Tanya Tunup, and this is Keeping It on the Road, a car podcast about cars, love, and attraction. All right. Yeah, here we are. Okay, what car are we in? We are. What car are we in? I guess we're I should car. say that. Yeah, you're in your new car. <laughs> so I go, okay. This is my new 1995 Geo Metro. This car is a fucking dream. It's amazing. I love it so much already. Keeping it on the road. Keeping it on the road. Can't say I didn't rattle the load, but I'm keeping it on the road. Can't say I didn't rattle the load. So I just uh, sold Tanya my car, Critter, the 95 Mercedes diesel. And then I bought this. Uh, we're in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I'm about to drive this home. And, uh, but yeah, this is like my dream car, you know what I mean? I came here saying I want mid-90s sedan with airbags uh, that's like easy to work on and gets really good mileage. Cranky and windows, stick shift. Right. You know? Oh, and the five-speed. Yeah, and that's five basically speed. what I got. This thing has a Suzuki G10 engine. It's a three-cylinder engine with two rings per piston, which is like a like a fuel efficiency thing. That's, um, is it? I think so. I think it's like less drag in the cylinders because Jack was telling me about uh, Honda made this engine in, in the '90s, the, the uh, Civic VX. It's like this really rare like hatchback thing, and Spicy. they put a special engine in it that got 50 miles per gallon. And it had two ring pistons, that was one of the things. But yeah, so it's a three cylinder, uh, one liter. It's got a carburetor, and I didn't know anyone even still made carburetors in 95, so that's really cool. Didn't, what you, you say yesterday, they went up to 97? At least, at we were least. in a junkyard looking at them, and there was a 97 with the carb. And it's got an awesome five-speed with a cable clutch. Yeah, the cable clutch was really next level. That's a dream. It's uh, something I've never experienced before, but very cool. Yeah, it's like you let your foot off and it just like, it just like pops. It's yeah. right there. It just goes right in. Totally. It's like a motorcycle clutch. It's, so it's like awesome. literally the same, all, very, very similar design clutch uh -huh. with a little lever as my motorcycle. <laughs> That's hot. Yeah. Wow. On or off, one of one of the two, you know. Yeah. How much does the engine weigh? I I looked it up and I think it weighs like 150 pounds. <laughs> it's tiny. It's so small. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. No AC. No power steering. No ABS. Stock. That's just completely yeah. only what you need. <laughs> right. Those things aren't broken. They just don't exist. Right. They don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, it does have, I guess, one thing that my old car didn't have, which is uh, a glove compartment. Mm, <laughs> I really like that. True, yeah. And couple. Oh, look at that. Hey, the blower works. Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all right. Why, did it, why didn't it work yesterday? Maybe Jack, like, wiggled the wires or something. Probably some wire wiggling just happened. Wow, very magical. I was just worried that Great. it was going to be uh, fogged up. Oh, but yeah, okay. I think we got it. Anyway. Wow. Delightful new development in the Geo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, wowee. <laughs> yeah, no, this thing is great. Uh, I bought it for $425. It did not start. 
and we flat towed it back to your place with Critter. You did flat tow it. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. We just got like a tow strap. We borrowed a tow strap and just dragged it back. How did? Can, can you talk about flat towing? Yeah. I, <laughs> Is that? Can we talk about? Yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I want to. I love. Because I, I have not done a lot of flat towing. I've like flat towed. I've never like flat towed something around town. You know, you have like towed shit out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like pull a little ways. But like, how do you? You have somebody. You have somebody in this car. Yeah, and yeah. Geo being towed. Yeah. So you had the way we did it was, uh, Jack drove Critter and I was in the Geo, and flat towing is just one of my favorite car things. I think it's really Why, really because fun. Because it's sketchy or what? Well, it's, it's actually we found out it's legal here, which is kind of interesting. Okay. You just have to flag the tow strap. Okay. But just to clarify, uh, flat towing the way we do it is. You tie one car to another with a strap or a rope, and then just drag them all four wheels on the road. Put put it in neutral. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I think it's really fun. It's like, you know, requires, it's, 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 it's like sketchy. It's, 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 you know, a little adrenaline for me. I don't know. (laughs) And, uh, and it requires a lot of coordination and you have to like, you know, kind of, Nine meld with a person in the other car a little bit, which you I, don't have radios or a phone, or right? Anything. Well, yeah, we we like headphones, but it's hard to see like hear what the other person is saying too. A lot of the times when you're also like trying to steer, yeah, yeah. So Jack was like pulling, and so I had to steer to follow him and also use the brake. Like I basically had to brake for both cars, otherwise. You get slack in the tow strap, right. and then when the tow car goes, it can just like rip the bumper off right. of the of the car being towed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we managed yeah. to not do that. Yeah, that's see, that's the scariest part about me. for me. It's the it's the right. the breaking the tow strap or the smashing into the car that's pulling you. <laughs> yeah, because like your brakes are not power brakes, right? So you could also like not. feather the e brake or something or like. Um, I, I didn't end up having to do that. I just you used just the foot brake. Used the, yeah, the uh, non-power foot brake. It's weird because when you don't have power brakes, it's, like, hard to feel. For me, it's hard to feel if I'm actually braking, uh-huh. like, enough. Right. Uh, and also because you don't know how much brake the tow car is applying. So, and you can't really <laughs> communicate about that, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You 10% just brake. <laughs> yeah, you just have to feel it. Right. So it's, like, you know, it's nice because there's... You want there to be a lot of communication, and then you have to just you have to just really try to get on the level with the other person. So the reason that you like plateauing is because it's like a fascinating interpersonal relationship that you have. <laughs> yeah. One person <laughs> for a yeah. brief period of time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, and, well, and also, also it's just like fun to be like navigating traffic in a situation that's like harder, where you have like a lot more going on. Sure. Okay. And. Uh, no, I so I want to look it up when we get home, but I don't think it's legal where I live. So it's I also, think it's not legal in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, it's also fun to be like no cops or whatever. <laughs> One time we were flat towing uh, full synthetics 1990 Civic uh-huh. with Critter, and uh, we had to tow it kind of a long way. And when we finally like turned the corner onto our street. There was a guy driving a tow truck coming the other way, and he just looked at me and like, <laughs> grinned at him, and he was like, what the fuck? He just gave me this look like, 
Oh my gosh. We are not the same. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Shit. That's hilarious. Wow. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Flat showing sounds like a great time. Yeah, yeah we, we should, we should do it. Yeah, yeah. One day I'm sure we'll have to. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but so we dragged it back, uh, and then we determined that the fuel pump didn't work, so we uh, dropped the tank, replaced the fuel pump, and uh, there was like a little rubber piece that holds it in that we didn't get with the new one, and I was really pissed about that, but then I was like, let's just roll without it, and we like kind of, it was like still sort of fit in the little slot, so I just put it in. Nice. And I replaced all, so somebody gave me a really good tip that cars from the desert, like the rubber wears out, uh, whereas I'm used to like the steel getting rusty. Right. Uh, I guess that's like the Ohio desert cars. version of rust, kind of. Yeah, a dry like rot. Yeah. yeah. Tires and bushings and everything just shred mm -hmm. immediately. So I replaced all the rubber on the tank while we had it out. Uh-huh. Um, uh, put it back and it started. And we're like, okay, now we're going. You know, yeah, we gotta yeah. just get it ready to drive home. So we did like one wheel bearing, the rear left. Oh, you wheel. just did the one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a bad bearing and a bad brake cylinder. And on this car, I, I think it's kind of cool. It's kind of annoying, but it's kind of cool that you just uh, you take off the spindle nut and because it's front wheel drive, there's no axles in the back. So, uh, and then the brake drum slides off and the bearings are pressed into the drum. That's so strange. Yeah, so the, it's as if the drum is a hub. The drum just So there's no hub the besides the... Right. Yeah. There's a spindle and a drum. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we just got a new drum from a junkyard with the bearings in it and threw it on. And then we like did a new, we put a new wheel cylinder in because that one was seized and leaking. Mm -hmm. And like, we did some other things. I think that was, I had to get an air filter because the previous owner, for some reason, <laughs> punched a hole in his air filter. I'm still trying to figure it out. Did he explain out. it to you? Not really. I was like, why is there a hole in this? And he was like, oh, that was from when I was pouring gas in there to try to start it. Oh, cool. Yeah, but he just didn't, didn't realize you could pull the air filter out. I guess there's nothing keeping it in. Yeah, you could have just lifted it up. Yeah. I don't really understand what that was. Shit. But... That's hilarious. Yeah, night call. God damn it. Throwing <laughs> out on the air filter. Real winner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so all we gotta do now is get home. I got, I managed to get, the title is slightly sketchy because the previous owner never got it put in his name, so it's like a four-year-old signed over title. So I got 10 tags, we're gonna take it back to Ohio and hopefully... Ohio doesn't have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be fine. I, I called them and they seemed chill. Yeah. So, what do you think of Critter? What do I think of Critter? Oh shit. Okay, that's wow. That's a, that's a lot. That's a big question. Um. Uh. Well, I guess I'm really excited about that car because uh, my first car that I ever drove and worked on um, was a 1987 Mercedes-Benz 300 SDL, which is like a pretty much. It's like just a, a, a older version of the car that you have. It's like the, yeah, yeah. you know, like long, long version, big, big, fancy executive, whatever the fuck, vibe. Yeah. Um, and that car was like, 
yeah, like, it was my first car, I bought it, um, uh, when I was, like, 16, and, uh, converted it to random waste vegetable oil, with, like, with, like, the help of my uncle, which was, like, a very, like, formative process of me learning about, like, how vehicles work and how to, how to work on them and fix them. Oh, uh, so awesome. Yeah, it was really sweet, yeah. and, like, definitely, like, inspired me to, like, want to learn how to fix cars, and also, like, also just by the fact that, like, that car broke down all the fucking time, and, like, oh, yeah, I had to, like, just by necessity learn how to, like, deal with quirks and shit like that, and, like, I don't know, it, like, was in northern Michigan, that's where I grew up and where I had that car, and, you know, pretty much half the year it's very cold there. Right. Especially when you're running your car in waste vegetable oil, that really doesn't uh, jive super well, you know? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I ran into a lot of different, you know, and I was also broke and, like, didn't put a lot of, you know, put, like, $10 worth of diesel into it every time. Right. Because, like, high yeah. school or whatever. Like, run out of gas all the time, run out of waste vegetable oil all the time. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I, like, probably, you know, like, built a fire under that car to warm it up in the winter at least six really? or seven times. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, my God, I've heard about that, but I've never talked to anyone who's done it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, definitely, like, because I'd drive to school all the time, and, like, yeah, it would be, like, wake up a half hour early, go out to the the wood boiler, because, like, that's what we have at my parents' house, and yeah. scoop a bunch of coals into a friggin' a giant, you know, baking tray. Yeah, yeah. Slide yeah. it into the car, nice. go make breakfast, take a shower, or whatever. <laughs> and then wow. and then it would be ready. Or, like, in a pinch, like, at somebody's, like, you know, I'll, like, be, you know, be at somebody's house or something, and, like not have a fire and then just like build a fire on a tray somewhere and put it under the car yeah. it's kind of like I've definitely like had open like a number of open flames underneath that engine um, hey, it's a diesel yeah. It, yeah I mean it's a diesel but it's like I've, it's just like a tricky like process to like be like okay I'm not gonna melt that right you know what I mean I'm gonna yeah, shift yeah. it over here I'm just gonna put it right under the oil pan you know yeah. like just wanna hit that you know yeah um, so I was like really you know felt like kind of like that whole process taught me a lot about like how to handle cars and shitty cars and like breaky cars and that sort of situation and so like oh, yeah. having another car like that in my life that's like super quirky it's like so yeah w the other reason that I'm really excited about Critter besides like the like nostalgia factor is like the amount of wild shit you've done to it mm -hmm. and like <laughs> Like, I just feel like every time we have a conversation about that car, there's, like, another thing where you're, like, yeah, so, like, I just bypassed the mechanical fuel pump. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, just, I just did, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, four years ago this broke, or three years ago this broke, and I just, like, tweaked it in, like, you know, it's some quirky, fun way, and now it works, and, like, I'm really excited about, like, learning about that, and, like, you know. Yeah, I'm excited for you, too. Right, I, like, kind of, like, to not, like, you know, we've, like, we've talked a lot about this car, but I also, like, I'm excited about the possibility of like finding out things that I don't know. You know right. what I mean? Or like, well, I said why when we were talking about doing this deal, I was like, well, it has problems I'm not going to tell you about. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be more fun. Way more fun, right? Right? Like, yeah, like you know, just just have them come up and fix them. And, yeah. I don't know. It feels it feels really exciting, um, and I feel really excited about like my plans for it. <laughs> Yeah, um, which you know are always very lofty, but um, I definitely want to like get the veggie system working and yeah, you know, kind of spruce it up a little bit on the outside, and then eventually maybe one day, hopefully soon, put a lift on it. You know, um, oh yeah, which 
I just like have a very soft spot in my heart for like fucking nasty ass diesel, just mean looking, wild, quirky shit like that. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I should say more than a soft spot in my heart. I just love that shit. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's. I feel like I have a lot of like routes and potential places that I can go with that car, and I feel like also. I don't know, I feel really excited about, like, you being excited about me having that car or whatever, just like, Dude, just yeah. like, you know, like, the, like... I'm excited for you to call me and be like, oh, I found this weird thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. It feels like a cool thing to do with your friends, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely really great. It was cool to go to the DMV yesterday and... Yeah, that was Just cool. get the, get it all, I have another car, you know? It's uh -huh. great, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny, is it, it, um, was that Mercedes, like, the car that you learned to work on cars on? The one, the one, my first one? Your first one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, that, like, we, we installed the whole veggie system mm -hmm. over the course Me of, like, too. a few weeks, and we, like, bought a, I, like, I bought a kit, um, but that was, like, super, you know, a learning experience, and then, like, when I, when I first got it, like, it was, like, blowing a bunch of white smoke and stuff, and there was, mm -hmm. like, a lot of, like, tuning and messing around, and then... Yeah, you know, like, I, I, I didn't, that, like, that car I learned more about just, like, diesels and engines and those sorts of things, and I didn't ever have to really do much, like, brakes or, like, tie rods or anything because it just didn't break, but, like, um, right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, like, that, that car really, like, set me up well to, like, handle dealing with a car that won't start at a gas station at three in the morning, you know what I mean, and, like, uh -huh. <laughs> not just freaking out. Yeah. It's also funny because I had the same shit happen in that car as you did with Critter with a Hood. Oh, uh, it came up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was... Well, okay. Well, okay. So what happened on Critter was I was driving from Ohio to West Virginia. Well, I didn't make it out of Ohio, but I was, like... I'd been trying to leave all morning. I was, like, super stressed and anxious and just kind of, like, flipping out generally. And I wanted to remove the hood ornament that I had put on this car. Like, I took off the Mercedes hood ornament, and I put on this, like, thing I found in the trash that I think uh, was a candlestick at one point. Did you ever see it that? It looked like a spring. Yeah, it was like a yeah. little spiral thing. Yeah. And I was like, this is too wing nutty for where I'm going. <laughs> you were yeah. just like, I gotta get rid of this. I was like, I need to get rid of this, you know? Like, I was so, like, rushing, and I popped the hood, and I couldn't remember how I put it on there mm -hmm. and I was like oh the hood latch is in the way and so I like took off the hood latch and then I was like grabbing it and I still couldn't get it to come off and I couldn't figure out what I did and then I was just like fuck it fuck it fuck it I'm going right now and I threw <laughs> the hood latch in the trunk and closed the hood and drove away and then like an hour later I hit about 80 miles an hour on 76 and the hood just went like pop and just <laughs> all at once just came up. It was Rough. so scary. It was, and also, like, because I knew why it was happening right away, there was a... a, a there was a... Uh, yeah, an extremely pure moment of self-loathing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, uh, and then I... Pure, yeah, uncut self <laughs> Yeah, it really... It was, it was a dark, dark moment, for sure. Yeah. But then I managed to, like, strap it down and drive it home. But what happened to you? Oh, uh, it was, like... I, I don't even know. Like, I think it was just, like, 
the hood latch broke or something. Like, I, yeah, I had been yeah. fucking around with it, but it, it had always been, like, a little shifty, you know what I mean? And, like, I had just left home, and I was driving in a sort of panicked late-night drive to deal with a, uh, I, I think, I mean, I don't really remember, but I think it was, like, some, some relationship problem that I was having as a teen. You know, it was already in some sort of kind of state, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, got, like, that's when that happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when that happens. And I, like, just was, like, driving, like, three miles from my house on the highway and just, like, the hood flipped up. I was probably doing, like, 55. And it was just, it's so horrifyingly scary because it's, like, it's like a jump scare. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it happens like that, you know? Suddenly you can't Suddenly see. Suddenly you can't see and there's a very loud noise and you're, like, shitting your pants. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just, like, pulled over and kind of had a meltdown on the side of the road and then some really sweet lovely locals showed up with a bunch of uh trimmer string uh from like a like a hedge trimmer and uh helped me tie it back down <laughs> I went on my very way but like and that's pretty much how it stayed like I, I i took it off took the hood off later and like stepped on it a bunch you know what i mean to that's like try I to did. like squish yeah, yeah. it back out yeah, yeah. and then i like never put the hood back on oh um and like went to college and so like or like i like put it on but like so then, then when I came home, like, I sold it that winter uh-huh. after going to college for a semester and, like, just sold it with the hood off. I, like, drove, I remember, like, I got it started when I got home and, like, uh-huh. just drove it up and down the road without the hood on it, which is hilarious. Um, I thought about just rolling with no hood for a while. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, toward the end of that car, that car's life, too, it, like, it really started to get pretty dire, like the hood situation and then like a little bit before that well the hood was still on the vent my sister had drove driven the car from uh new york to michigan in the winter time um yeah and like the heat had broken in, in like the middle of the winter and like the windshield wipers had broken and so she had like she like tied the windshield wipers because one of them worked and one of them didn't so she like tied them together with like a fucking shoelace and like and and then and then like have the shoelace in here and was like pulling on the shoelace to like wipe the windshield Uh, and like bundled up in every fucking layer of clothing you know what i mean like so at that point i was just like i gotta get rid of this car but (laughs) um so there's some crazy old guy who had like a bunch of mercedes right uh but yeah so Similar, similar problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I learned to work on cars by working on critters. Yeah. I just bought it, not knowing anything, except that I was like, I want a diesel because I want to do veggie oil. Right. And then so I got this diesel just being like, okay, here we go, you know? <laughs> and at first I like took it to a shop and had the guy work on it, but then I like started to work on it myself. And at first it was actually kind of horrible. Like that car is not nice to work on. Definitely. That's probably why I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Just because I know you can handle it. Right. Well, the car that I have right now is a freaking Toyota Camry. It's very, very easy to work right. on. So I think it's a good challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. The, everything's hard to get to. Everything's hard. And, I, and for... I, it, it ran good for about half a year, and then there was about half a year where it didn't run at all, and then I just like felt so horrible about it. And, and there was a half a year where it was just sitting. It was just sitting, wow. yeah. And uh, it's a pretty critical half year, right? To yeah. decide, all right, am I gonna do this? Or am I gonna abandon it? Yeah, well, I know it was the. I, that was. I was also 
just so, uh, yeah, so depressed. Like, maybe the most depressed I've ever been. Uh. And I was like, people would ask me how I, well, people, people would come up to me and be like, oh, Magnolia, like, how are you doing? And I, I, would, say, I would say things like, I really am starting to think that cars are the highest form of life. <laughs> and we just exist to serve them. <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about this take that you have. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And, then I, and people would be like, Magnolia, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Cars are bad, they like run on toxic chemicals. Like, and I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. That's only a problem if you're a human. <laughs> if you're a car, you're just fucking vibing. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, because I, no, I just like felt like I couldn't fix the car and it really needed me to. And like, we were just hurting each other and I would work on the car and I would like damage the car and then the car would damage me from like me being poisoned by the diesel or whatever. Right, right. You know? right. And uh, <laughs> it was just, it was just a nightmare, you know, but eventually I got over it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, eventually I like, I, I, did, I, had, I had it towed to a shop and the guy at the shop replaced the injector return line and that's all it was. And then really? It started, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I tried to do it myself because I knew that that was what needed to be done. But uh, the injector return line on that car is like way down in these holes. The injectors are down in some holes, so uh -huh. I couldn't really get to it. Oh, I can't wait to can't wait to deal with that. Right. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not. I think you probably won't have to. Yeah. But then, I, but it was like one of those things, and then it was like. I decided that maybe it would be easier if I would pull the injector, which I'm glad I never managed to do. But then I like got a socket on it, but then the socket like got stuck on the injector somehow, oh, and I no. couldn't pull it or get it off. Oh no! But, but anyway, the, I think the sketchiest thing I ever did was the mechanic had said so it ran super rough, and the mechanic was like, "Okay, there are three things this could be. It could be your transmission mount, uh, your." air and fuel filter or it could be the injector return line which mm -hmm. is like the line that uh the fuel that doesn't get injected has to come back from the injector somehow and so there's this small rubber hose that it goes through mm -hmm. and if that wears out the engine will just pull air through the holes in that hose and it'll run like shit um pull air into the engine yeah 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 so uh so I did the air and fuel filter pretty easy. Well, the fuel filter I did with my friend, and they like uh, snapped off a bolt, trying to put it back in actually, and then we had to like, like drill it out and extract it. Whoa! <laughs> Shit! This is like first job I ever did on this car. I was like drilling and extracting bolts. In. That is dicey as fuck. I know. I was like, Jesus, is this what this is like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is this what cars are like? Yeah. I mean, in a way, it was a really bad thing to learn on. And then, so that didn't fix it. And I was like, well, I'm going to do the transmission now. And I was like, how do I do this? I was reading in the manual, but the manual wasn't very clear. And it just said, like, support the transmission on a jack or something. So you're, you're supposed to, like, jack up the transmission a little bit, unbolt it, and let it down. And right. take them out on it. I didn't really understand, and I, like, my landlord at the time, like, knew a little bit, and he was like, well, maybe, I was like, I don't have a jack, I just have this Mercedes jack that, like, goes, uh, how do I even describe it? It's like a, it's like a rod that goes in a hole, and that lifts it up, yeah, and you yeah, crank yeah, the little yeah. thing, you can't use it under the car. It's like, you, there's, like, four, yeah, spots that you have to put it in. Right. So I, like, 
so I was like, I'll have a jack, and my landlord was like, well, maybe just lock it up on some wood, you know? <laughs> didn't really understand it. I don't know. So I've been doing this in, like, a parking lot, like a college parking lot, out in the fucking snow, uh -huh. and, like, I lifted the car up, got it on stands, and then I just shoved some firewood, like, yeah. vertical end up under the transmission. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Unbolted it, and then, like, did everything. And, of course, it slipped down. What kind of, what kind of tree, though? What kind of firewood? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know anything about Critical. Critical. Yeah. Hopefully a hardwood. It's gotta be, yeah. I think it was my landlord's firewood, and he's smart. So. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, I think it was hardwood. I hope. How? So then it slipped down and I went to put the new mount in and then I was like, fuck, it won't go. It's too low now. It's Holy like, fuck. And I was like, oh, what do I do? I can't just pull it out and let it drop. Like, and so I was like, How? oh, god damn it. And then my friend who was working on it with me was like, I have to go to class. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, so, uh, and so I was like, oh, god damn it. I was really like... I was like, what am I going to do? I can't just leave this here. I'm going to get a ticket. And so I like went looking for somebody else to help me. And I found my friend Willie. And she came out and got into the car and just bench pressed the entire drive. <laughs> Holy shit. And I just really quickly like <laughs> bolted it into place. Wow. <laughs> it was so badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little school. Just pick up. Just pick it up. Yeah, just, just use your up. arms. Wow. Yeah. That's super gnarly. I have, I've done... I've done a firewood thing before, too. Really? Well, oh, it? hell yeah. I was doing... I have my old Ford Ranger, which was a wonderful truck, rest in power, and um, I was out herding sheep uh, in the desert, and the Ford, those Ford Rangers had this problem where the rear... Well, actually, both the front and the rear leaf spring mounts just rust out immediately, mm, yeah. um, where the leaf spring's attached to the frame. Right. And so when they break, the leaf spring will just, like, pop up and start riding on the bed. Oh, um, which will, like, punch a hole in the bed, right. which it did for me. And, like, so what I, what I did was, like, a couple months prior to that, I had replaced one of them. Um, because it was broken and I had, like, just enough money to, like, buy the tools from Walmart, use them, return them, and buy the part. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just did the one. And you have to, like, fucking grind. You have to, like, grind off these rivets. Like, there's no bolts. It's, like, totally a mess. And, Ford. and that's the, why I don't like Ford. They do shit like that. Yeah, I guess totally. so it's Mercedes, but I'm over Mercedes. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Well, well. Um, so, yeah. I mean, so what had happened is the other one broke while I was out there, and I was like hauling a lot of water in the truck, like two 55-gallon drums uh -huh. over like super ruddy, sketchy roads. And I did it with the broken leaf spring mount, and then I was like, I should do, I should change this. Um, and so it was this whole process of like, you know, at the same time, like me and my partner out there, like having to take care of these sheep. Um, and like, we're in the middle of the desert way the fuck out there. And like, um, I had to like drive three hours to the Napa in town and like get the park and shit. And then like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I was like, out there in Northern Arizona on the, de the deserts, like there's parts of it that are like this like rocky, like sandstone ledges um, that are like, just like kind of flat and I was like okay I can I just found the spot where I could park the truck on that uh -huh. and then like jacked it up and there's like a whole process for you're supposed to take the bed off to do those things oh my God. but like because I had because the leaf spring had 
punched a hole in the bed, I was able to reach through that hole and like do the mounting hardware. Oh, nice. But the, the process involves jacking the bed up super high and letting the axle hang as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you have access to the leaf spring and, and can line it up to the mount. Uh -huh. And so um, I like, I was, I had like a shitty bottle jack uh -huh. on like unlevel ground and bits of like pinyon and, and, <gasps> and uh, juniper firewood. Oh my god. And I like mount, put one of them on top of the jack and like jacked up the bumper. And like the truck at one point is like hanging on this. No jack stands. Probably shouldn't even say this on the podcast. But like, oh it was it was the, by far the sketchiest thing I've ever done. And I'm like, my partner had like gone out with the sheep. I was like alone. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll catch up to you. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and like, and like, there's one part where you like kind of have to like yard on it a little bit. You know what I mean? You gotta like give it a give it a, a bit of a tug on the leaf spring. So I'm like hanging my body off of the, off of this fucking leaf spring to try to line it up with this bolt to put through it. Oh, while God. the bed is like swaying, the whole truck is like the rear tires were off the ground what at this the point. Fuck? And it was just like I mean, I was like keeping an eye on it. I was like, okay, I keep an eye. I feel like I have a good vibe, like, you know, the feel here for, like, how, you know, like, uh, if it's gonna fall, and then, right. if it, you know, like, tuck and roll if it falls, kind of, <laughs> or, like, you know, uh, yeah, but it worked out, I didn't crush myself to death, got I the see. new leaf spring mounted, made it a lot easier to haul water, you know, right, um, but yeah, it was, oh it was pretty dumb, that was the last time I ever did anything like that, I think, that's good, yeah, and I had to, yeah, <laughs> You know, I don't want to judge anyone for the dangerous shit they do. It's true, it's true, I guess. Yeah. But if I had been there, I would have been trying to stop you. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure, for sure. This kind of was the only shape and I've been thinking about I'm going back to Ohio how do I keep it in good shape so I, I was thinking that maybe the guiding question could be like uh, what kind of routine maintenance is good in a relationship like what 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 do you do to keep it to keep it good is this like the question of like what kind of routine maintenance do you need to do like for your like sweet sweetie relationships or like your friend relationships or both or like what that kind of looks like I guess, uh, I, uh, hmm, interesting. Do you, do you think that it's, do you think that it's different? I think that it can be slightly different. Okay. I think say that it's more. less different than it could be. I don't know, like, I don't know. Say more? Okay, yeah, shit. Yeah, say I more, mean, say more. I don't know, I just feel like, oh, jeez, this is gonna be hard. Um, I mean, it's, <laughs> uh, like, to me, I think, it really depends on, I mean, it depends on the relationship and, like, what kind of communication style you have and, like, um, 
that sort of thing. But I think, like, for friend relationships and, and, like, crushes and sweeties, I think that, like, figuring out, like, how your communication styles, like, like, mirror each other and or differ, and, like, yeah. um, like, trying to adapt to that, I feel like, you're, like, for me, that's, like, one of the things that, like, I struggle with is, like, communication or, like, maintaining communication or, like, um, especially, like, over distance or, like, just, like, f yeah, figuring out ways to, like, feel like I'm saying the things that I need to say in a way that, like, the, the other person can hear and, like, just, like, try trying to adapt my, like, communication style to, like, the way that they communicate and understand things. I yeah. feel like that is really key in friend relationships and in, you know, other types of relationships. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a good thing to check in on, you know what I mean? And be like, am I doing a very good job of communicating? Or like, am I, you know, what a great is, this, is that working for you, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever asked anyone that, and I really should. Yeah, I don't know if I've really ever asked anybody that in that way, you know what I mean? Right. But I think it's just like, even just checking in with yourself, being like, how does this feel? And like, am I having my needs in that communication wise? And like, if not, is there like a way that I could be like, hey, I need this, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, yeah, and I think like one thing too is like finding things to talk about and communicate about that like <clears throat> haven't been clarified. Like, I think maybe one thing that I'm kind of trying to do with some of my friends right now is like, think about things that have always just, like, been the way they are, or have, have been, like, assumed, or, like, developed without talking about them, like, dynamics, mm -hmm. and and then being like, hey, does that actually feel good, or do you want to change that? Right. Like, I feel like I sometimes just have no idea. Totally, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's, 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 like, hard to get at that, too, because sometimes, I think, uh, it's important to take that question with grace, too, and not say, like, uh, not be like, oh, yeah, this is, this is fine, why would you question it? Right, you know, right. It's easy to be like, oh, no, that's fine, don't worry about that's it. That's something like, that I struggle with. Yeah. Because I, like, I feel like one of my things is, like, trying to be very accommodating at my own expense often, which is, like, not a good thing, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, yeah. it generally leads to conflict and strife, and, like, right. not just being, like, flippant and being, like, yeah, everything's great, everything's fine, this is working wonderfully, because, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to hurt your feelings or something. Right, right. It's tricky. Well, I also mean, like, uh, if somebody asks me, like, hey, how is this working for you, and it's working well, like, I have to make an effort to remember to say, hey, this is working really well for me, yeah. like, thanks for asking, I appreciate that, instead right. of... Oh, that's fine. Like, why right. would you? Why would you even ask about that? Right. Because then it's right. sending the message like, "Don't talk to me about you know your right. You know, totally. feelings and dynamics." And like, why would I? Yeah, I don't want to send that message. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's true. What do you think, spark plugs? Um, I think for maintenance for me, well, I agree with what y'all are saying. Like, checking in continually with the other person or people, whether they're a friend or a sweetie of some kind, I think is really important. Yeah. And finding ways to meet the different communication styles is important too. Um, for me, I really like to do like a periodic 
one-on-one or at least in physical space a check-in whether that's like a walk or we sit down and do some writing and then share it yeah um but like a really intentional container for that stuff for sure because if i don't do that it's really easy to get busy in life and just not make space for that yeah yeah person and so i really like it to be intentional right or you can just like feel like yeah just kind of like let it slip away or, or like let it let it become something that you you don't feel a lot of intention around and just like like oh yeah whatever how, how's this and like it's just you know i feel like it's good to create the space for people to have like feelings and thoughts that are more complicated than just like two sentences you know yeah um i was also just like i don't want i don't want to be too on the nose with the cars relationship vibes oh. but like like some cars like critter for example like I should check the oil after fill up. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. The metaphor. Yeah. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you check the oil every fill up. You do a little, you do a little, like, you know, scrounging around and uh, make sure everything's, like, totally vibing. But, like, some other cars, you don't check the oil every fill up, you know? Like, you check it every, you know, thousand miles or something or whatever. And, like, I think that, like, it's also important to, like, know your like friends and like interpersonal relationships like like know those people's boundaries and like know or like be able to like try to feel out like their capacity to have like kind of like an intense conversation or like not even an intense conversation but like you know like a conversation about your your feelings and thoughts about the relationship and I think that like some people like love that and need that all the time and like Uh that's the way that they communicate and some people like don't <laughs> um, and I think it can change too. Like people who like don't love that and need that can also like really start to want that. You know right. what I mean? I didn't always love that. Yeah. But, I mean, right now I do. I think. Yeah. 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 Totally. Me too. That's that's definitely that's kind of a thing that yeah. I've come to come to learn over the last few years. It's like I don't know. It's like complicated, but yeah. I just. You know, sometimes you gotta check oil really frequently. Sometimes you gotta check it every just once in a while. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And preemptively thinking about that, like yeah. time and place. Yeah. With the car, you know, you can get away with being at the Flying J's with the wheel off for like a couple of hours, but like, you're not gonna work on like the transmission there. That's like Definitely. not the place. Like the cops are gonna be showing up. And yeah. You gotta really fix what you gotta fix and put a bow on it and be on your way it's true yeah that's a really good uh, that's a good yeah. way to put it yeah love it other routine maintenance stuff though is kind of an interesting question like I've, uh, that's one of my things is like or like one, something that I like have been trying to work on the last while is like being like I don't know like better at fucking like calling people and like better at like um like trying to be like sweet and like give people gifts and shit or like you know like you know try to be like more like affectionate affectionate is the right word correct um yeah and like yeah i think especially Me like too yeah. yeah over distance like that can feel like a really really sweet way to like connect with somebody um, or like for me when people when people do that for me i'm just like you know I'm, it's amazing yeah. yeah it's one of the most best feelings in the world yeah and like i think um yeah, that, that sort of routine maintenance, or, like, even if it's, like, somebody who you're, like, spending all your time with, and, like, 
have a super good rapport with and like know really well and like have a certain level of like I don't want to say complacency, but just, like, comfort of just, like, whatever, this is fine, this is working great. Like, still, like, taking time to, like, do super intentionally sweet and nice things, like, that are, like, fresh or, like, you know, different, I think can be, like, a really important maintenance item, you know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, not just falling into a spot, a space of just, like, having, you know just everything be regular and normal all the time. I don't know, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. I really know what you mean. Well, okay, so, so, what is different with romantic relationships? Um, I don't know, though. It's a good question. For me, if I'm, like, you know, if I'm, like, in a relationship with somebody and, like, living with them or, like, spending a lot of time with them, like, that feels different than, like, a friend whose house I go over to and hang out with sometimes or, like, go out and, like, get food sometimes or whatever, like that those two dynamics are like just radically different to me you know what I mean yeah. and like with like a friend I'm just like always when I'm with them I'm like you know we're like hanging out we're like doing stuff together or like you know having friend time whereas like if I'm with somebody that I'm in a relationship with sometimes we're just like sitting on the couch together you know what I mean and like chilling right. and like there's less like concentrated like fun or concentrated like tension around doing stuff. You know what I mean? Right. And though that that kind of feels different as far as like what you need to check in around. Or like especially also just like what you feel comfortable checking in around too. Like depending on how you know, like with some friends like um like I have certain friends where I'm just like they were not that close I guess or like we just like, you know, don't really talk about our feelings that much. Um and I don't really want to assign a value to that. I think that's, like... Oh, yeah. Another thing that I've, like, thought a lot about is, like... For a while, it's, like, the only way I can become friends with anybody is just being, like, super emotionally raw and vulnerable. And, like, that's, that's the only way that I think we're actually friends. Is if, like, you know... Uh, they know everything about everything that I'm thinking about all the time. And, like, all of my own personal bullshit. Right. And, like, I think that's, like... That could be nice with certain friends, but also is like not a marker, in my opinion, of like a good friendship. You know? Um, you think it, do you mean it's it's like a red flag? I don't think it's a red flag. You no, think it's I not just think necessary. it's just like yeah. I think it's like just depends. Like I think that like I think it like it, it was bad for me to like feel like the only way I could become close to somebody was by just like being super vulnerable all the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. And, like, it's okay to have boundaries and stuff around certain things. And, yeah. like, that doesn't make the friendship any less supportive and real. Yeah. Um, I really feel that. Yeah, I guess this is, like, maybe, like, a tangent, but, like... I liked it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that, like, figuring out and navigating around that can be, like, pretty different depending on if you're, like, in a relationship or in... A friend relationship. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. What do you think? What do y'all think? Know. I don't know. It's very fun. Um. Well, I think they are different. I think I strive. I mean, I have this really old patch that I got when I was a teenage punk. That's. Somehow I still have the sweatshirt 
but it says treat your friends like lovers and lovers like friends. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that I do that because I think I definitely prioritize checking in with people that I'm sweet with other, over friends a lot of the time, unfortunately, but Word, yeah. it is a goal. Right. Yeah, know? yeah. I, I think... I think you're good about that. I think you do a good job. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. That's a good. That's a good sentiment for sure. Or like a good thing to try to strive for, you know. But I, I also can relate to what you're saying. Like, yeah, I used to really. I, I would meet people and I'd be like, I really like this person, and this is the trajectory of what I want to strive for in my friendship or relationship with this person and really have, like, set ideas of how much I like this person and how much I want to be with them. Yeah. And I can also relate to being, like, we're not connecting unless everything is out and we know everything about each other. I right. can totally relate to that. Yeah. And I think as I've grown older, I try to control that less. I try to control myself in the relationship more and say, these are my boundaries, this is what is good for me, this is how I want to connect. And in that process, letting that relationship evolve organically or without me meddling or without uh -oh. trying to hold control yeah. is so much healthier and better for me because I'm not right when I think that I know where this relationship is going just never ends up that way right and so totally, i just don't yeah. want to try to control that anymore i don't want to use that energy i want to use that energy to be better for me and for that person yeah no, that's well real. yeah and like i want to say something about vulnerability too it's like one thing is like I feel like uh, some friends I have I can like talk to about stuff that's going on in my head that is really personal and it doesn't feel like I'm risking a lot. And right. It doesn't really feel like being vulnerable and uh, some friends I don't feel that way about but like I feel like I don't I can feel like really you know loved and supported by someone even if I don't immediately take like a whole lot of risks. Yeah. I usually don't until like I really know that person and I'm like okay I know I can trust you with this thing that feels like I'm something that's that I'm really ashamed of or that's hard to say or that might make you upset or something uh, and it's just different for everybody what those things are so I don't yeah I think yeah <laughs> yeah no no I love it I love it it's, this is a good conversation for me to have I think yeah. But like just, I, yeah. I try to remember that being vulnerable is not the same as like telling people personal things about myself. Right. Yeah. Not the same. Not the same. Mm -hmm. That's a really important distinction, for sure. Yeah. I think that that. Yeah. I think that like part of the routine maintenance thing in relationships that I need to do more of and like that I think is really, really vital is, like, self-check-in, self-routine maintenance, just right. by yourself, figuring your shit out, right. and, like, being like, what do I want out of this, like, where, like, because I also, like, 
I don't know. I think I think it's important, but I also think it's important not to like uh, get all caught up in your head uh, about that kind of shit and just be like, "How's this feeling? You know, is this cool? Is this nice? Great. You know, or is like this feels weird and like I don't feel comfortable or like I don't feel like super trusting of this person or something. Like, why? You know, like think about it and figure out you know if that's something you want to like solve or like you know deal with or something like that. You know what I mean? And just like. And, like, not... I think, like, checking in and, like, communicating with your, like, with your friend or partner is, like, really important. But also, like, doing some of that work yourself. And just, like... Yeah. Being able to, like, come up with the words and, like, the ways that... Like, at least it's important for me is, like, I struggle a lot with, like... Like, being able to, like, uh, vocalize my feelings or, like, put them into words or, like, just describe my needs... Right. And, like, being able to, like, come up with that myself and, like, be like, this is what I need and, like, I, I don't need, like, I thought about it and, and, like, this is how I can say that in a way that feels good to me and in a way that'll feel good to that person, like, yeah. I think feels like really important work to be doing. And um, no one can do it for you, you know, right. like, I don't know, I'm thinking about a friendship that I destroyed because I, like, you know, the other person was like, hey, how do you feel about this? Let's check in, whatever, whatever, communication. But, and I was like, oh, it feels fine, feels fine. And if I had really checked in with myself, I would have been like, no, this feels bad. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Like, it's it's important to be able to represent yourself honestly. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Totally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, cool. Very good. Yeah. What else should we talk about? I, I feel good. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've like recorded an hour of podcasts probably, right? Yeah. But I think this is great. Yeah, it's great. We usually, on the show, we usually do this karaoke thing where we like turn on the radio and sing along to something. But the radio doesn't really like, work in this car yet. It's like close to working. It technically works, but I think there's a drain. The only way for the radio to work would be for us to stop and wire a wire directly into the battery in order to turn the yeah. radio on. And it would work. And it would work. Yeah. Uh, well, look at the fog down there in the valley. Yeah, what is that? It's just like clouds, I think. That's amazing. This place yeah. is amazing. Yeah, we're about to be in, like, super beautiful. Like, over there is where everybody's set up. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> it's just like we're down in, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, this is Magnolia Crescent. This is uh, Tanya Tuna. And this is Sparkplug. <laughs> You've been listening to Keeping It On The Road. <laughs> Podcast about cars, relationships, and... Yeah. What? Yeah, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> cars. No, no, you're good, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, we switch it out. Switch it out. <laughs> cars and relationships and feelings. <laughs> I don't know. Have fun with Critter. I'm gonna. <laughs> about whatever, anything, is it, anything related to anything, really, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, what, the email address is, is, it's in the show notes, but it's, it's, uh, keeping it on the road at tutanota.com, that's E-U-T-A-N-O-T-A.com, uh, thanks for listening.